Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. It's your girl, Sonia McQueen, with your mind, your body, and your choice. So today's Tuesday. I'm making up for the fact that last week I didn't post until Friday. But really, I had something very strong on my mind. And before I even left the house early this morning, I wanted to do this podcast. But for some reason, this thing called work was making me go take care of something. So I'm back, though. And what I want to talk to you guys about today is being stuck in your valley. Last week when I did my show, I was in some kind of mood the whole week. As a matter of fact, I'm still there. I'm just a little better. And I realize I'm in a valley and I just can't put my finger on why. But sometimes we go through things and it's okay. We're human. Never feel embarrassed or as if you have to apologize for being human and having human feelings. I've said it over and over again. We are all 100% human 100% of the time which means we all have our ups and downs all of our days won't be sunshine and beautiful flowers and, and trees that are just blowing just right in the breeze no sometimes there's a thunderstorm we're stuck in a blizzard we have fallen into a valley and cannot find a way to get out. We can't see the next hour, more or less tomorrow, because it's gloomy, dark, and tumultuous. Breathe. Pray. Talk to someone. Just move forward. Do not allow yourself to get stuck in that zone. Last week I kept wondering, what in the world is wrong with me? What's wrong with me? I wanted to sleep, and I'm an extremely energetic person. I didn't want to go to the gym. I wanted to stay in bed when it was time to get up. I didn't want to get up, but I was sleeping eight hours. When I did get up, I really didn't want to be bothered with anybody. So when I'm like that, I feel like I have to fake my way through the day. I have to fake it. Praise the Lord, I know when I'm feeling like that, though. And it's been years since I felt like this for so long. And it made me sit down and try to figure out what all is going on in my life. Now, I have hypertension and I ran out of my medication over a week ago and I reached out to a doctor. First, I reached out to my doctor, but because I'm a new patient, she wanted me to come in. I was like, I was just there. If I come back in, I got to pay all over again. And I was just there. And this is hypertension medicine. I'm not asking for opioid or nothing like that. It's I'm not asking for marijuana. It's a hypertension pill. So it frustrated me. So I reached out to a doctor friend of mine and they ignored me. So day two, day three, day four, no medication. That could be it for me. I had to really sit and think though, why am I so sad? What is wrong with me? I I believe at the end of my last podcast, I even said, what is, I don't know what's wrong with me. I felt that. I felt that. I felt like I was talking to you guys in gloom. But once again, it's okay because I'm human. My goal, though, is not to get stuck there. What happens 
when you get stuck in a valley, when you get stuck in a storm and you can't figure your way out, you don't want to talk about anybody and you don't know why, it gets deeper and that valley keeps sinking and next to the valley is a hole. And if you fall through that hole, now you're in a sand pit, which is just sucking you in slowly. Or you you start talking to somebody who co-signs on your depression. Whatever's making you feel bad, they make it worse. That's the person you reached out to. They're making it worse, giving you negative feedback, telling you, yeah, I understand why you're there, and then just giving you negativity on top. That's the devil, y'all. You've got to quickly disconnect that call or walk away from that situation and pray about it. Breathe. Talk to somebody about it who either A, isn't affiliated in your life in that way. I'm talking a therapist, psychiatrist, sociologist. I don't care what it is. Just somebody or somebody you know is going to have your back because they love you with agape type of love. They care about you. They care about your outcome. The words they use are going to be loving and caring and they're going to help you either during that phone call or long term come out of that valley. They're going to feed you with a short spoon love and positivity. Not one of those spoons that is way across the hall and, and they're trying to feed you while taking care of their own business because they really don't care. Don't get caught up in that, you guys. Don't get caught up in those naysayers, but that's your girl and that's your boy. And you know, you always reach out to them because if you think about it, they probably always have negativity for you. You don't need that in your life. And you also have the person who you go to them and you're like, man, I don't know what's wrong with me. I just feel so sad and and I'm just in a funk and I can't figure out why. Now they're asking you a million questions. Well, why? Why do you feel like that? What, what made you feel like that? You don't know. But they're making you feel worse by asking you all these questions you don't have the answer to. They don't mean any harm. They're trying to figure it out for you. But that's not what you need at that moment anyway. You need a moment. You need quiet. I'll give you a couple of ways that maybe you can handle this. I've already said seek outside help. You're never wrong in needing outside help, believe me. I don't mean go knock on your neighbor's door. I mean, if you work, if your job has a program where they are linked to therapists, that's what I'm talking about. I think it's called EAS. That's what I'm talking about, outside help. If you have a friend like I do that you can speak to and they pray with you and they talk with you and they're helping you through, that's what I'm talking about. All right? So you can do those things. Also, I love to write when I'm feeling a certain way. Whether it's my thoughts, put them down, make it plain. 
Put it down. Write them. I feel depressed. I feel sad. I feel suicidal. I feel like crying. I feel like screaming. Write it down. Then write what you were going through to make you feel that way. Who made you feel that way? What circumstance made you feel that way? Look at it. Write what makes you happy now. A nice breeze. Walking and the sun's not too hot and the breeze is just right, but there's sunshine out. Makes me feel good. Cooking and baking makes me feel good. Driving makes me feel good, but I'm not driving anywhere, y'all, unless I have to. Gas is $4.99 a gallon for regular here in South Florida. What are you grateful for? I'm grateful that I don't lean on other toxic things to make me feel good. I have a bar in my house and it's loaded with alcohol. I might drink once a month and it's generally going to be wine or beer. I can go months without drinking. The bar is for our company, our visitors. So I'm grateful that I don't need outside substances. I don't need anything that adds more toxicity to my life to make me feel better. No drugs. No alcohol. I don't overindulge in food, sweets. I don't curse other people out or take out my frustrations on somebody else. I'm grateful for that. I might beat myself up, but I don't beat up anybody else when I'm feeling a certain way. So one thing was write it down, make it plain. Look up scriptures for the thing you wrote. You wrote, I'm sad, pull out your phone. Go to your Bible app if you have a Bible app. If you don't get one, if you don't wanna get one, get a Bible. If you don't want a Bible because you're not spiritual, all that is okay. Everything I just said is perfectly fine. Just figure out how to look up something. You know what? You don't even have to be a spiritual or a religious person to find something to make you feel better. Grab your phone and go to your whatever and type in the word sad if you feel sad. And it will give you different things you can read That'll make you feel better. First thing I said, of course, is what I would do is go to my Bible app and I would type in the word sad in there. And I'm going to do it in a minute just to see what it brings up. And I'm going to tell you guys um, what I found. So when I look up the word sad, the very first thing that comes up is Isaiah 41.10. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. For I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my, and then it stops. But then after that, I have Psalms and Revelations. And so if you are a spiritual person, you could always do that. If you are not, just type up in your search engine um, things to make me feel better when I'm sad or depressed. Um, 
Another thing you can always do is if you feel like yelling, yell. Release that pent-up energy. I, believe it or not, well, I'm sure you guys believe it. I don't raise my voice. Um, I get excited sometimes when I'm talking and my voice gets a little higher and like that. I get excited, but I don't yell. I don't scream. And I have a friend uh, named Philanise and she used to scream for me in joy. Anything that gr great that happened, I call her and she would scream for me because she knows I don't scream. And when I try, I sound absolutely ridiculous. But release that pent up energy. Go ahead and just scream. Make sure your neighbors don't think you're being uh, hurt or anything though and call 911. Like, go to the water and just let it out. You feel like crying, go ahead and cry. Now, if you catch yourself crying all the time for no reason, that's a different kind of depression. But if you just feel the urge to cry, sometimes a good release is a good release. So scream if you need to. Cry if you want to. Do what you have to do to move forward. I said earlier something about the beat. If you're like me and you love large bodies of water, I, I love sitting at the water. I can sit at the beach for hours and hours just looking at the different colors, the greens, the blues, the waves, the, the way the sun glistens on the water, and it calms me. Now, I'm not going to get in the water, but I could sit and just look at the water. I also love to read. Whatever you love to do that's not going to further harm you, do it. Read, write, drive, go to the water. Go see a family member. Go serve the community. Um, do whatever it takes to make you feel better. Seek outside help. If it's getting bad and you do not see yourself getting better, I implore you, do not keep trying to do things on your own. And don't reach out to mom, dad, cousin, and auntie anymore, unless auntie, mom, dad, or cousin or therapist, but seek medical help because you're important. All of us are so important to somebody else. And I've said, I believe suicide is the most selfish thing anybody could do because you're gone, but you leave the effects with parents and, and friends and other family members to wonder why could they have done anything differently? Did they do something? And the burden you've left on them is too heavy to bear sometimes. So I implore you, if that thought ever comes, immediately seek help. Here in Florida, we have a number we can call. It's 211 and you can just say, I'm having suicidal thoughts. Or there is a suicidal prevention line. Um, if you get that deep in your depression, please reach out for help. If you're just going through a phase like I've been and you're just sad and you don't know why or if you recognize it, that's the first step of getting better because you recognize it. Some people don't even recognize they're going through it. They don't recognize that you might have a friend who you spend time with and 
you're with them and they seem sad and you talk to them and they're like, no, I'm okay. Next time you talk to them, they seem sad again and, you know, their words are negative and you know they're going through something. Don't take that on personally. I'm going to give you an example that I've given before. I was at work and somebody I talked to every day, been to my house, we hung out, know that I am an extremely positive person. Most of the time I'm very, very happy. But she walked through one day and spoke. I honestly didn't hear her. I didn't speak back. And I guess she got up and walked back through and I had headphones on now. And she spoke again anyway, but you know, she didn't stop and you know make eye contact or touch me or anything it's, it's a walkthrough spoke again I didn't speak back she's known me now for a couple of years and instead of thinking even if she thought if she took it negatively because I was feeling some kind of way a family member died that night but I was just sad about it um, and I was at work but instead of saying hey you know Sonia you okay what's wrong I would have said oh what happened I spoke to you. Oh, I didn't hear you. It could have been a, a, a back and forth, back and forth. And if you hear noise in the background, I apologize. My grandbaby's here and she's yelling at her mom at almost six months. She does that. So anyway, instead of speaking to me and getting clarity, she took it upon herself that I was just being nasty and rude and went and told a mutual friend, yeah, I don't know what's up with her today, but you know, I'm not going to be bothered with her pretty much. I'm, not, I'm just not going to speak to her. So the mutual friend came to check on me. I had headphones on. She got my attention. I was like, oh, hi. And she was like, oh, you know, you're okay? And I said, well, I had a family member die last night, but, you know, I'm okay. Just thinking about family, um, listening to gospel music. She didn't tell me then, but she told me that night that the co-worker that was supposed to be my friend um, felt some kind of way because she had spoke to me twice and maybe I should reach out to that co-worker and that made me feel some kind of way because how are you going to go talk to somebody else about me and you haven't even talked to me I'm big on speaking to you first and then if I need clarity speaking to somebody else in kind in love not just to vent and be negative so anyway don't be that person. <laughs> don't be that person, you know, if somebody's going through something, don't take it on like it's your personal, um, if they're in a mood and they don't feel like speaking, don't all of a sudden, now you don't want to speak to them, you don't want to be bothered with them. All you're doing is adding on to their stress and sadness. If they need a little air, give it to them, but keep your hands on them still. Keep your hands on them and your loving thoughts on them. Don't just say, well, forget you then. People do that. They get in their feelings and they make your situation theirs. Uh, we got to get past that, you guys. This one won't be 30, 40, 50 minutes. I just want to end in saying, once again, if you're in a funk, if you're feeling sad, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling like screaming, yelling, crying, throwing things, breaking stuff, running your car through a house don't do that <laughs> some things you can do you feel like screaming scream you feel like crying cry you feel like going to the gym and working it out that's another thing i like to do just work it out do it but if you're in a place where you don't even feel like doing any of that you just feel like balling up 
and being left alone. It's called depression. Seek help. If days have passed, two, three days, and you're still feeling the same way and nothing is relieving it, seek help. If you're at a point now, you're shunning people away and many people are starting to wonder what's wrong with you, seek help. Last but definitely not least, if you're considering harming yourself or somebody else, quickly seek help. There is absolutely no shame in seeking help when you're going through. It might be the difference in life or death, quite honestly, and quite often it is the difference. So I have for you all the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. It's 1-800-273-8255. It's open 24-7 if you get that deep into depression. Because um, you're loved and you're necessary and you're needed. You're necessary and you're needed. And I really felt driven to do this podcast today, you guys. I felt really driven. Like, I was wondering yesterday, why am I still so sad? What is going on? So I wrote several things down like I have a broken relationship with my father which I've made clear a broken relationship with one of my siblings which I've made clear but I have a, a relative now in the hospital um, it was just super sad to see this person in the condition they're in young 51 years old um, had heart failure heart stopped beating for 15 minutes and then another five minutes and then a third time so they had to resuscitate him three times so now he's pretty much a vegetable and it's really sad to see him like that on top of those things you know I have people under me who report to me and and they're having issues and those issues you know I have to figure out how to solve them and a lot of them aren't here they're in they're not where I can get in my car and go help them um, and on top of that you know, there's just so much going on in life right now, um, so much, and it doesn't always equal to why I feel this way. I think a bigger part of it is my medicine. I was without medicine I greatly need for over eight days, and that would answer why I'm so tired and so sluggish and no energy and not wanting to work out. It makes perfect sense. So I got the medicine yesterday. I forgot to say that. I took um, one of my pills last night I'll take one tonight and prayfully I'll feel better tomorrow alright but for you but for you Sonia S-O-N-Y-A dot McQueen M-C Queen Q-U-E-E-N at ledbymotivation.com I also am part of a prayer line it's uh, a great group of beautiful people um, I'll give you that information, but it's called Family Family Prayer Line. And there are like five, six other groups that have asked me to be a part of them that I'm not, but they're not all religiously based. i got to keep telling you guys that because I tell you, God is the center of my household. He's the center of my heart. He's who I speak to and pray to, and, and you know, I, I'm thankful for Jesus. 
in dying on the cross for me and my sins and um, giving me and my family a chance. But I'm not pushing anybody else to be that way. If you're not religious, if you're not spiritual, it is what it is. Continue to love people. Continue to love yourself. If you don't love yourself, it's hard to love others. It's impossible, actually. If you don't like yourself, it's hard to like others. You know, put yourself first. Put yourself on a pedestal and, and treat yourself the way you deserve to be treated. All right? Um, I love you all, and I hope this wasn't too heavy and too deep. And once again, I apologize for all the yelling coming up from upstairs. My grandbaby's up there, and... Um, I'm going to go get her now and kiss her up because I promise you every time I see her, she has a big smile on her face and she's so full of love and happiness. This is the happiest baby in the world, you guys, um, that it does something to me. So even that, if you can go and volunteer at some kind of center or deal with kids or do something, something that will bring you joy. She brings me joy. I'm going to go see her. Love y'all. Have a good day.